Looking for work? Better pay? Better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. And welcome back. This is the 11 o'clock hour of Issel and Louie. We appreciate you tuning in this morning. And this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. If you're interested in enrolling in a dental or vision plan, it's easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. A couple of uh, programming reminders. Thank you, James. Uh, oh, <laughs> somebody print out the sheet for you? My, my man James took care of it. How about that? Uh, a boy, James. <laughs> A-Sun Tournament starts tonight. Bellarmine, North Florida, 645 pregame, 7 o'clock tip. Here on 680-1057, we are your home for night's basketball. Dan McDonald show at six, Jeff Wall show at seven on ninety three nine across the hall. Um, give Dan McDonald a hard time. Actually, that guy's a great interview. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, and then um, Louisville back in action. Virginia Tech Senior Day tomorrow. Yum Center nine o'clock game. All I'm going to tell you eleven thirty. Ethan Moore will broadcast from his guest bathroom um, at his house um, on the Coors Light post game show with Ethan Moore. Uh, make sure to tune in for that. If he's staying up, you should too. All right. Without further ado, Buckler Farms, BucklerFarms.com. Hope people are getting out to the website. Nick said that they're getting some good traffic on the website. Good. And um, support these people. They're yeah. great, hardworking people. Pork bundles, lamb bundles. They've got all kinds of really great stuff on there. Um, on their website, I just talked with the other two dads in the cul-de-sac dam over the weekend. We are buying a full pig. We're doing it. Great. So, Nate, we're going to be we're going to be bothering you for that. Um, but uh, without further ado, it is time for Dan Issel's Monday Morning Moron here on Issel Abuja six eighty one five seven. This was the easiest one I've ever had, uh, and, and and you'll understand why. Uh, the Buckler Farms Monday Morning Moron is Nate Oates. And you touched on this a little bit going to the break. This guy has washed his hands uh, of this situation more times than Pontius Pilate. <laughs> remember? Oh, the Pontius re- Pilate on a Monday. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> he, he came out when, and I spent the weekend. A lot of the weekend listening to the excuses Mm. and the explanations of why Brandon Miller did nothing wrong 
driving the gun to the cars to the uh, murder scene and i can't understand this for the life of me louis i i know he didn't touch the gun i know he didn't own the gun but he took the gun to a, to a murder scene and how he's not implicated in all of this i will never know i understand Alabama's stance. He hasn't been he hasn't been accused of anything. And so Alabama really can't take any uh, disciplinary action for that part of it because uh, you know, then they would make themselves open to some kind of sure. of suit. So I, I get that. But Nate Oates, when it first comes out, Nate Oates does this painstakingly to watch press conference his shoulders are heaving up and down and he's saying listen you know we we have these kids in practice but we can't we can't watch over them the whole time and then he said wrong place wrong time yeah nate wrong place wrong time with with a gun what he should have said the press conference was so bad that afterwards the university or his PR firm or somebody had to put out a statement and say this is what Nate really meant to say and and so he, he, what he should have said was this is horrific this is terrible a young lady is dead her five-year-old son doesn't have a mother. We are cooperating fully with the investigation, but since it's an ongoing invest- investigation, we won't have anything more to say. That's what he should have said. You can't get up in a press conference, as important as this is, and not have a prepared statement. Maybe not one you read, but something that's prepared in your mind, and and he was all over the place. Now, that's bad enough, but the reason he's the Monday morning moron is because in the game on Saturday, Miller comes out and in in his pregame introduction has a guy frisk him, frisk him. Now, I understand this is something they do in MMA, and it's something that, that he's been doing all year. But, but what, what a terrible reflection on Alabama and this program. And you know what Nate Oates says? He says, I don't watch our introductions. I'm not involved in them. Okay, Pontius, what are you doing? He says, I'm drawing up plays during that time. You're drawing up plays during the player's introduction? Are you kidding me? He said, but regardless, that's not appropriate. And that's his and that's his comment. Another, I'm not involved, I don't watch pregame introductions, and but it's it's not appropriate. That's that's his entire what he should do today is he ought to suspend this kid for the last regular the last two regular season games because this kid's 20 years old he needs to learn a lesson but instead oh i don't watch pregame introductions i'm not involved in that it's not appropriate every time this guy opens his mouth he sticks his foot in it and that's why nate oates is buckler farms Monday morning moron. 
uh, Brandon, I think, is either 18 or 19. Um, He's 20. Is he 20 now? Okay. He's um, 20. <clears throat> At least that's what I read this morning. Old freshman. Um, all right. Okay. Okay. I, I think the kid's not ever going to get arrested or get in trouble. Um, do you not? Do you not agree with he should be suspended for something I, for I, doing the after all of the attention that this has brought? Do you know to who? Alabama do you know who should be suspended? Com- you know who should be suspended for that? Whoever works for Alabama basketball that no yeah. that no athletic director associate has ever come to him and said we got to stop doing that. Uh, we know you do it every game, but you got to stop. We can't do this anymore. Well, that my take was there are no adults in the room on this. That's yeah, that's no, what stands out is that there absolutely. is no it, look. You can feel however you want to about the gun laws in Alabama or whatever, or if you think that Brandon Miller knew about it or not, or blah blah blah. Like that's fine. Feel about that however you want. But the fact that the adults in the room are not do not adulting is is the big problem here. I mean, it just looks worse and worse and worse. It's yeah, almost to the point. It's almost to the point where it feels like they're doing it on purpose. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. they're they're rubbing the whole situation in the face. That's of that. right. And and if if Oates says I'm not involved, I guarantee you he has he has assistant coaches or trainers or video coordinators that have seen this time after time after time. And as, and to your point, they did nothing. It's an embarrassment to the University of Alabama. I, I just I I don't understand how. Did you ever have that buddy? And producer Zach's in with us now. Did you ever have that buddy in college who you're like, you know what? Hey, man, you, you need to stop doing this. And they're like, okay, okay. And then they do something else that's stupid. It almost feels like Alabama's your drunk college buddy. Like, that feels like what's going on here. It's very strange. I, 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 it's very, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <sighs> Bucklerfarms.com. Uh, go check out their stuff. They actually have monthly subscription options that will save you uh, about 5% off the uh, purchase price of their bundles. So I'll give you an example. A monthly pork subscription contains five pounds of pork sausage, six pounds of bone-in pork chops, three pounds of bacon, and all of that just for 85 bucks. And like I've mentioned, comes to your house. So you don't even have to go get it. So get all that stuff at bucklerfarms.com. Uh, no, 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 uh, no, you know, no biotics and no... Uh, you know, none of the GMO stuff, so you don't have to worry about that. Just good, um, good people out in Shelby County at uh, at Buckler Farms. Go check them out. And and you know the the sheep and the pigs get slaughtered humanely. <laughs> That's your favorite part of it, isn't it? <laughs> so they say they say sorry, Mister Pig. Instead of <laughs> we're gonna whack you, man. It's over for you. Oh man! All right, the other local team, uh, Louisville, goes down to Georgia Tech. Um, Literally hundreds of Louisville fans uh, bus in for this game, um, so they have a presence there. And they lose by sixteen. Blank- Are you serious? Oh yeah, Louisville fans went to this game. So they do this every year. James, you were on Diener this morning when they talked about this a little bit more. I forget the name of the group, but it is a West End based group that. Or no, you weren't on. Lee was on. What am I doing to you? I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's a West End based group and they bus to one game a year. They used to go to the DePaul game because Chicago was an easy bus trip. Right. And then once they changed leagues, they changed it to Atlanta. And so uh, what's I guess it's a kind of a cool thing where um, it feels a little like uh, Paul uh, Rogers was describing it this morning, where 
because of the the traveling party, it feels like an NCAA tournament game. Because all of your fans are at the hotel. When you walk through the lobby, they, they cheer for you. Um, this kind of stuff. And so uh, I, I really... Um, I, it's it's a cool program. It's a great idea. And yeah, good good for them because that's as close to an NCAA game as they're going to get. <laughs> you can't turn the BBN off, James. It's just what it is. You can't do it. Um, <laughs> and so uh, they go down. Uh, they get they get uh, they're down. You know, thirteen and a half, and you know, play them even in the second half. Lose by uh, sixteen. Anything to add to this game? You is this the one you didn't watch this year? No, I didn't. I didn't see a minute of this. I was uh, I was checking the score uh, during uh, you know the uh, the Kansas and the Kentucky game hadn't score hadn't started yet. Games hadn't started yet, so I was checking the score and the box score, but uh, I didn't I didn't see any of this. Okay, All right. Well, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, they were bad on defense. And they didn't make many of their three pointers, so there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been bad on defense, especially the big guys. That that's to me that's the biggest downfall of this team. They got they got big guys that can't. My man Bull, he played <laughs> played fourteen minutes and had his four his customary four personal fouls was zero for four. Hey, this was a four game for for Bull. He was zero for four from the field. He had four rebounds, and he had four personal fouls. Let's go back to Brandon Miller real quick. Okay. Let's say you're drafting top five in the NBA draft. Wimbenyama's off the board. Scoot Henderson's off the board. Let's even go further. Let's take, um, like, people really like Jerace Walker at Houston, um, and they really like... uh, uh, is it Eamon Thompson? Zach, do you know that? Is it Eamon Thompson at, uh, at Overtime Elite? Anyways. And, and there's twins. Aren't there twins that are highly thought of in the Elite? Um, Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, so you got the fifth pick. Let's say you're Orlando or something. Would you take Brandon Miller in that spot? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> there it and is. And I'd hire – I'd take him and, okay. I mean – Oates, Oates said, I read a quote where Oates said that this is as mentally tough a kid as he's ever coached. And I believe that because he went to, where was it, South, South Carolina, Carolina. Yeah. And, and dropped 41 on him when the kids are yelling, uh, lock him up and guilty. Uh, you know, you've got to be a pretty tough kid to do that. But... I would I, I would hire I would draft him number five and I would hire a babysitter for him. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. So I um I'm on Bleacher Report of all things, looking at a mock draft just to get you know like a backup and and actually they had the same top five as I just mentioned. Um, where do you think Casey Wallace falls in this mock draft? <clears throat> and of course, this is a fun exercise because how the NBA drafts and what the players are actually doing in college is a very different thing. So Potential. Correct. Potential. So what is Cason Wallace's potential? 13th. Hey, he's 12th in this draft. There you go. Yep. Oh, darn it. Now the, we apologize to the listeners. Um, we missed it by one. Missed it by one Just again. missed um, it. Apologies to our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky uh, for sponsoring the segment to Buckler Farms. Um <laughs> I'm shocked we still have listeners. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, someone asking sure? about Brandon Miller. Uh, if, he was, if he was a bench player, Dan, do you think uh, he would be suspended? 
Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it didn't take them long to drop old Miles. Well, I mean, and, and you could argue. Well, I know uh, that's that's a bad. Don't, argument. don't make the argument. Dan. <laughs> yeah. No, never mind. I mean, he Miles didn't pull the trigger, evidently, but I, yeah. I guess it was his gun. Right. So that goes a little farther than bringing the gun. So. Where do you think uh, Hood Shafino is in this one? Since we we both seem to be fans of his. Ooh. Nineteenth. Uh, all right, Zach, are you ready for this? Where do you think Huchifino is, Zach? 19th. Zach, come to the bike. Come on, buddy. I'm going to say 14. <laughs> Huchifino, man, on this is, uh, oh, come on, don't do a pop-up out of me now. 18th. <laughs> oh, I missed it by one again. Uh, what every- is wrong with me? To everyone listening, I apologize. Um uh, what is wrong with to me? Buckler Farms to Delta Dental of Kentucky? I apologize. The show missing by one. We should name rename the show Island Louis Missed by One. Um, <laughs> um, Texture so, saying you only get benched for multiple homicides. Oh man! <laughs> so it feels so, that way sometimes, um, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. So so Wednesday is Senior Night. Why does Why does Cason Wallace not go through Senior Night? Okay, so they had this debate on Diener this morning with with Paul. And Paul's argument was that they should actually probably get rid of Senior Day. Because it used to be for the guy who came to your school, played four years, you know, maybe a couple minutes as a freshman and then progressively got better. And you got to know him and, and, you know, this was a a big send-off for that. And he said, now... You know, he said something. I think he mentioned Kristen Cunningham as one of the guys that he really enjoyed when he was here, but he was only here for a year, right? So he gets to go through senior day, whatever. I'm with you. Is it is it senior day, Dan, or do you? Is it just hey, you're not going to be here next year, day? Well, I think it should be. If you're here's the ironic part. Okay, there are six seniors. No, no, excuse me. There are six players that are going to take place in senior night Wednesday in Lexington. Uh, Canada, Shuibwe, Sabir, uh, Reeves, uh, Fredericks, and Toppin. Those are the six people that are going to take place. They're going to go out on the floor. And I like it. I think it's great. I think it's an opportunity. I think it's an opportunity for the fans to say, Thank you for your service. We really appreciate whether it's one year or seven years. And to do it individually as well, right? I can remember to this day, Louie, I can remember when I walked off the floor in the last the last game at Memorial Coliseum. I can remember it to this day. It was 107 years ago. I, I think it's important for the kids. I think it's important for the fans. But here's the ironic part. All six of those players I just mentioned that are going through senior night, they can come back next year if they want. Yes, yeah, correct. Yes, right. All, all six of them. So even even if it is senior night, it should be. It, it, this is the last game, and everybody knows that Kaysen's going. I mean, if you're a lottery pick, Cal will tell him go, go. If you're a lottery pick, you got to go. So it, so why shouldn't Kaysen Wallace be included in that? 
I, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I don't have a um, I don't have a strong take either way. If if they want to do that, the only thing I would say about UK, especially with Cal, is they always have that press conference after the season. Remember the one uh, uh, where he he said, "If you're going to the NBA draft, stand up," and all the guys stood up. <laughs> it's like seven eight years ago, something like that. And so I, th- I I think it's more that he prefers to do that than he does senior day and i don't mind that being the mark of delineation there that doesn't bother me i think it's okay to have a guy like Shibway go on the court and get his get his or a guy like severe or a guy like uh you know even a guy like canada you know that's part of what um the the deal is there but the a guy like a guy like wallace if you wanted to include him in that that wouldn't bother me but to me it's more just just about guys that have been there multiple years. Hey Zach, let's head to let's head to break here. We may be having a broadcast error here. Let's check let's check some radios too. Um, this is Isla and Louie here on ESPN 680. 105.7 on the other end. We'll recap Kentucky's win again and see what we think is going to happen against Vandy. And then, of course, that trip to Arkansas. He's Dan Islam. I'm uh, Louis Rabot, I think. Uh, we'll take you up till noon here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition. And I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome back in. Final segment here on a Monday show. We'll carry you through the week here. Don't worry. Here on Issel and Louie, 680, 105.7. Bobby V after us. First replay, 3 o'clock. Sweezy and Streetle, we are working on the stream. I'm saying that to people who can't hear me, but uh, we're working on the stream. Our tech guy is here, and of course, uh, they whenever Dan is in is when they decide to do um, the uh, tech work around this place. So that's essentially what's happening here. Uh, lots to get to still uh, uh, on this show, but um, first up, I uh, wanted to thank our friends at Melt and Melt 502 for bringing uh, lunch by the uh, ESPN Louisville Studios today. That's the Murph and the team over there. Man, they are revolutionizing the way people eat and enjoy sandwiches, and it, that, that is absolutely perfect copy for them. Located in the heart of Fern Creek, right behind Moby Dick, 6318 Bartstown Road. The building is under construction, but Melt 502 is open Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 9. Order online, melt502.com. That's melt502.com, so uh, go check them out as well. Um, thank them for uh, all those things. Dan, have you gotten to have the Melt yet? No, no, I haven't been there on a on a Monday. <laughs> okay, here's how I know we're doing a very different show than what's happening across the hall. We get text on the text line, UPS jobs text line four three seven nine six eighty. Did both both shows have the same text line? No, we have different text lines. Um, oh, but, but people just mess up. But Diener, oh, the stream's back up. How about that? Hi, streamers. Hi, I'm I'm a streamer myself, so I feel very. 
loyal to those folks. I'm a streamer myself. Anyways, uh, the uh, the text line for Diener is the same as this show. So people, if they text Diener, they just text us, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but this is a guy who who doesn't know the other text line, and he texts a lot, frankly. Fruit stripe gum is the text. So you can tell that Nick Valvano has completely sabotaged that show. That's what's happening right now on 93.9. So if you well, want, if mean, you want Nick else? Valvano sabotage, uh, what else are they going to talk about is right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, I mean, it, gum, gum would, would, I mean, that would far outweigh talking about anything U of L. I mean, the, the women are what a four seed now in, in the ACC tournament. Did I read that? Uh, yeah, four or five, yeah, yeah, and and you know the, I mean, I, I was listening. I, I always enjoy Mondays. I, I've explained this before because when everybody on the Diener show is in the studio, yes, I can I can hear the programming, right? So I get on I get on a half hour early just to listen to those guys, and they're talking the last half hour of their show. They were talking about games. That happened the first year the Yum Center was. Oh, open. I Dan, I know, I know. I mean, you know, if Dude, you're okay, so that's that's what you have to talk about. Remember those good old days. So I have it on on here. Just the you know the Florida State AD saying the the lagging, you know, funding. Ooh, I thought the, this was I thought this was really interesting, Louie. I'm I'm glad you want to talk about that. I, I I'm glad you put this on here. Here's here's the deal. This morning, or do you want to talk Diener, about? No, 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 no. This morning, Diener brings this up, and Blanket Baker's like, "Well, you know, Louisville's been involved in some very high, high-rated games. Do you know the two teams he mentioned? Uh, Duke and North Carolina, Clemson and Florida State football. What is this article about? Clemson and Florida State football. And so, he do. Do you know how far back he had to go to get a game that Louisville was involved in? So Probably. He, he uh, talks about he talks about the number with Louisville playing at Clemson when Lamar Jackson was quarterbacking here, having like a like 16 million people watch. It was a huge number. Then he's like, oh, they had a big game against Florida State this year. And it was like 1.8. <laughs> and, and it's like, dude, like don't, don't get into a numbers debate about realignment. That's not good for you. Yeah, no. It's don't not get good into, for you. Don't get Your into basketball team has four wins. Stop. Don't get into any discussion about U of L athletics right now. <laughs> you just had Scott Satterfield for three years. Stop. Like don't don't do numbers right now. That's not your friend. Don't do that. Don't do performance. Talk about market. Talk about, you know, alumni bases in different cities. Talk about that. Don't talk about numbers right now. Don't do it. Oh All right. Anyways. Uh what what, what was interesting about this uh, article to you, Dan? The fact that people who bring viewers to the table are going to want to get a bigger piece of the pie. And that's what I took out of this. Uh, for those of, of you who have not followed this, uh, the ACC uh, for the football uh, TV market sold their souls to the devil and made a deal that runs through 20 36 oops 2036 this is 2023 <laughs> and yes, i'm sure at the time they thought "Ooh, what a great deal we have 
Well, right now, 13 years, 13 years before the deal runs out, right now they're $30 million a team behind the SEC and the Big Ten. And so, uh, you know, this doesn't look like such a good deal anymore. And the athletic director at Florida State told his board, the board of trustees at the school, something has to change because, you know, we can't, we can't deal with the growing revenue gap of other conferences. And so they have had this discussion, but nothing, uh, obviously nothing came of it because they were talking about making, his point was Florida State brings 15% of the value in media rights. Now, again, that's all metrics and, and people that are watching the Florida State game. But he says that Florida State brings 15% of the value to the media rights deal, but the school only gets 7% of the distributions. And so what he's what he's lobbying for, Louie, is, you know, we need a bigger piece of this pie. Well, we've all had pie. If somebody gets a bigger piece, somebody's going to get a littler piece. And so to me, that was the most interesting part of this. Is it something you would entertain if you were another member of the conference? Uh, you mean taking less? Yes. No. Agreed. Okay. No way. You can't. Right. You can't. I mean, the... the Literally, the, the, then, you're admitting the disparity is there and that only a certain number of your teams in your conference should be allowed to push back against that disparity. Exactly. The disparaging uh, number is there. You're not going to take less. Um, and, and I'm going to guess... Now, how does this do... How does this... They, all of these schools have given their media rights to this deal for football. So how would that work? What if Florida State said, um, what if Florida State and Clemson said, we're out of here, boys, uh, we're, we're going to the SEC? My understanding is the buyout is $120 million. That's four years, Louis. Oh, no, 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 no. Economically, That's they, four years. Yeah. Yes. And the deal runs for 13. Correct. Oh. You'd have to do that in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? Dan, that's that's four years on the current media deals. If Clemson mm. got in the Big Ten, they would wipe it out in a year and a half, something like that. Mm. Yeah. No, it's it's no, no. The numbers are tangibly real that getting out is a good idea. That's the problem for the ACC. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I thought I thought this was real, real interesting because it, the, the Florida State Athletic Director's name is Michael Alford. And um, when, when you're sitting around the office talking about this, that's one thing. But when you go to the board of trustees for the university and say it, that, that's a much bigger deal. Yeah, it sure is, yes. Um, and so, no, they're being very public about this. It is a, um, it, it's a, it's a bargaining chip that you throw out there when you know that the other side won't bargain with you. <laughs> it, it would exactly. be like it would be like sherry coming to you and saying look dan here's the deal um i want out of this marriage but the only way that i'll stay in it is if you stop watching basketball what 
You'd be like, I'll get some salami. I'm done. I'm out. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't need you. I got basketball, you know, something like that. Like, like just a, a starting with a bargaining chip that is just right. un- untenable. Yeah. And that's what he's doing yeah. here. Like, no, no one's going to agree to it. Louisville's never going to say, yeah, we'll take less money. No, no. they can't. No. They can't. No, because they, they have options, actually. I mean, they can go to the Big 12 and get the same amount of money, right? And then, you know, that, that would make more sense than taking less money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that's, I mean, this is just not a, it's not good, Dan. No. And I thought your example was terrible. Thank you. Appreciate you. He's Dan Issel. I'm Louis Rebeau. Um, she, uh, now, that might have happened, you know, 40 years ago. I might have quit watching basketball 40 years ago. Would you do it now? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it was such a bad example. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It's She's coming to you with a bad, a bad bargaining chip. You would choose basketball over Sherry. Yeah, it's bad for Sherry. Yeah. That's a great example. In your face, you Sherry. Get, you want me to get her down here? I was gonna ask her I was gonna ask her a question and now I forgot what it was. Oh I was gonna ask her what she does when you leave town. Like what, what she gets into. Does she just visit with family? Is that what she does? Uh no, she's on the she's on the yeah, with with family and uh uh and friends. She wears that. She wears that text text board out. <laughs> so Sherry has friends, is what you're saying. Yes, that makes her different. Many than more than me. So what are you eating, James? What are you getting into there? Come to the mic with a full mouth of food. And yeah, that is Melt Five Hundred Two. It is here. Oh, okay. All right. Which one did you choose? I went with chicken wings today. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little chicken. All right, like that. I smoked some chicken wings last night. There you go. Little uh, little mango habanero sauce last night, Dan. I got to tell you a funny story, Louis. So uh, the game's all over. Uh, we take Morgan back to her house. I go buy the pizza, Morning Stars pizza, and say goodbye to the Morning Stars. And so I, I hate to eat in restaurants, any kind of restaurant. I hate to go to a sports bar, or a nice restaurant. I, I hate to eat by myself. So I went to a restaurant and got an order to go to take it back to my hotel room. Okay. So I, I asked the server, I said, you know, can you throw a couple of uh, packets of mustard in there? You know, because I eat mustard on <laughs> yes, my French do. fries. And so she said, sure. So I get back to my room and I open my bag. She has put a full jar of mustard. Oh, jeez. <laughs> She, the squeeze bottle that you get on tables at restaurants. She's really? put a whole, a whole bottle. So I figured she was she was either looking for a big tip or she was having a hard day with the management and she was gonna get even. So I had a whole a whole squeeze jar of mustard when I got back to the hotel. Texter suggesting uh, Sherry was on Tinder while Dan was out. Well, there you go. All right. Oh, she did know what it was. <laughs> Texter's right about that. She didn't just know what it was, Dan. She immediately knew what it was. Yeah. Oh, dating app. Yeah. And and also said <laughs> and, and also said she didn't need it. Right. Which disturbed, <laughs> which disturbed me even more. She might come to me with that "don't watch basketball" thing. <laughs> now that I think about Wait it. Wait a minute. <laughs> Did you uh, did you catch any of uh, of uh, Lillard last night with the with the Trailblazers? I, I did, uh, which was amazing. I mean, the, the these uh, sixty and seventy point games are just becoming um, uh, commonplace. 
I mean, that's the second 70-point game we've had this year. And it's just amazing that these guys get on these streaks and can can shoot that way. Of course, uh, who'd you do it against? The Rockets? Yeah, someone terrible, sure, yeah. Yeah, who, who quit playing uh, weeks ago. I did see... James Black, over before week, we do this, what do yeah. you think Dan Issel's career-high professional points was in his career? So we're talking about guess, 49. That's a good guess. Holy moly. Dan, do you remember? Uh, well, I think... I think forty-seven in the end in the NBA. That is correct. Nineteen eighty, January thirty-first against the New Jersey Nets. And I think I, I know I did. Uh, I had fifty-one with the Colonels. There you go. How about that? I had fifty-one back to back. We were. It was at the end of the Jeez. year. Oh, we you were, were trying. You told me the story. You were trying to get to a quota for your contract, right? Uh, no, I, I was were you trying, trying to, to win, win the, the scoring championship. There it is. Okay, got it. Yeah. It was against uh, Rick Barry and I were uh, in competition for the scoring title. And we our place in the playoffs had been decided. I mean, it didn't matter if we won or lost. So on, on the third to the last game, uh, and uh, Frank Ramsey was our coach, and he said, uh, let's all feed Dan. And I got, and I scored 51. That's great. Then in the penultimate game, uh, for those of you in Tennessee, that means next to last. (laughs) I was going against somebody who was a pretty good defender. I can't remember who it was. And so Frank said, you're not playing tonight. I said, what? He said, no, this guy will hold you to 20. You're not playing tonight. And then in the final game of the year, I got 51 again. So I got 51, didn't play. A little load management there. 51 and, and won the scoring championship. Jeez. I, I want to clarify something from earlier. You, you mentioned the, the UofL women's team being a four seed. Yes, four seed is correct. I said four or five. It's four. Yeah. In the yeah. ACC yeah I think yeah. the loss to Notre Dame dropped them to a four seed. Um, but I, I didn't think that that uh, Lillard's 71 last night was the most impressive performance. Okay. My my man did it again in overtime against the Clippers. He scored 40 points, had like 15 If you rebounds, are new to the show, he is talking about Jokic. Yes. And 10 assists. <laughs> the, human, the human triple-double. And Louis, he is so efficient. Uh, he was... 14 for 21. Jamal Murray actually took one more shot than he did <laughs> and scored half as many points. Yeah. He had 21. He took uh, – Jokic was 14 for 21. Jamal took 22 shots and had 21 points. He's just – not only is he triple-double every night, he's an efficient – Triple double. The other thing I wanted to bring up was somebody. Oh man, I shouldn't do this. Somebody over the weekend. There was an NBA game over the weekend. Okay. That was the second highest scoring game in the history of the NBA. Yes. Hang on. Um, help me. I think it was help on me. Friday. Hang on. Help me, Louie. Help me. That Saturday's games. Um. Where is it? Yeah, there it is. The Kings and Clippers, double OT, 176-175. Right. And it was the second 
second highest scoring game. I participated in the highest. It was a triple overtime game in Denver against your Detroit Pistons. Yep. And that was the highest scoring. And, and this, to me, this is the amazing part, watching basketball today. Do you know how many three-pointers were scored in the highest scoring NBA game ever? In your game, that would have been like four. Two. <laughs> Detroit Detroit was one for two, and we were one for two. <laughs> we scored 180 points like in the and, had, and had one, one three-pointer apiece. Awesome. That that's amazing. I think. All right, so, so coming down on the text line, we got about five minutes here. This is Islan Louis, uh, Bob, uh, Bobby V. After us, and then of course first replay three to six here on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Monday. Um, Texture saying this is a, a longer conversation, perhaps, but is there any point at which the three point shooting is so good in the NBA that it gets boring? Hmm. Because I think that, you know, I, this was actually, and I, I don't, I'm not putting this on the texture, but it's because I don't think it's a bad question. The, I, Bobby Knight used to say, you know, it's the three point, he was against the three point line because hitting an open shot from out there might not be as hard as driving the lane and making a contested, you know, layup or something like that, right? And so mm. he, he made that point before. I also happen to think going to the hoop is more enjoyable to watch than three point shooting, right? Where, where there's, you know, you know, man-to-man defense or something, having to get by a guy, or you know, you know, making that contested layup. I, I agree there that it's more interesting stuff, um, but it doesn't take away from how good. The, I mean, the guys now. I mean, the shooting is incredible. Um, do you think it could get boring? Do I think what? Do you think the NBA could get boring um, because of that? I I don't know. I you know the the knock on the NBA has always been nobody plays defense and. Um, and, and I don't think that's true because I, if they didn't play defense, I think teams would be scoring 200 points. Um, well, and but, I think the guys being having to be three-point marksmen points to the fact that it's much easier to shoot from out there than it is to drive to the hoop. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. But because, and this used to drive me nuts, if you watch a game, the defender will let, in most cases – the defender will let the guy with the three-point shooter come right to the three-point line. I mean, why wouldn't you step out a foot or two above the three-point line and make the shot a little more difficult? But there's something something in, in the defender's mind that says, I, I'm going to let him come right to the line, and then I'm going to pick him up. But um, but no, I, I don't know. It, I guess it depends on a basketball purist. I I don't think the three-point shot was ever designed, ever implemented to be used the way it's used today. And that is all these metrics people say, you know, if you're going to shoot a 15-footer, shoot shoot a three-pointer. Right. And I don't I don't agree with that, but if you watch the games today, that's certainly the mentality. And that's why you don't have 
a lot of really good mid-range shooters anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's it's easier. It looks like it's easier to me for these kids to make a, a three-pointer than it is a 15-foot jump shot. Very good uh, point by a texter. There's a UK thread through the, um, the two highest-scoring games in NBA history. You were obviously in the other one. Uh, Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox both went for 40. I saw that. Yeah, there you go. I saw that. 45 for Monk and 42 uh, for De'Aaron Fox. So there you go. That's, that's Sacramento has, has been a real surprise this year. You know, they, they can score, they, man. That, that ain't the issue. Hey, yeah. uh, James, can you search for uh, we're going to get monked as sound? <laughs> I appreciate you. What is that? You'll find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did see that Monk had four. Fox has been playing really well, but you wouldn't think that Malik would score forty in a game, right? Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, um, letter grades for for uh, Saturday. I I went A plus. I thought Kentucky put together a full game. I, I know that Auburn's not playing as well as they once were this season, but. We haven't seen Kentucky do that with this lineup this year. Dan went with an A, right? Is that is that yeah. correct? Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, what do you think happens the rest of the week here? You, th- I, I think we both think they beat Vanderbilt. It, obviously, you're of the opinion that Vanderbilt's playing considerably better than Auburn. Yes. Uh, right now. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right now, for sure. For okay. sure. But I. But you know the 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 game the game still means something. I mean, if they. If they lose the last two, uh, they could slide from the three spot down to the four spot in the SEC tournament. Right. And then you have to play Alabama instead of, if you get to the semifinals, you have to play Alabama instead of uh, Texas A&M, who, who Kentucky's already beat. So this game, this game means something. And senior night, the place will be packed. I, I expect, uh, I, I would expect, I mean, it's not going to be a beat down like, 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 uh, Auburn was, but I I still think it's a double-digit win. And then you go to Arkansas, and uh, that game means if you if you beat Vandy, that game means absolutely nothing. So. Okay, all right, there you go. All right, Dan, we'll talk tomorrow. There's yep. the music. Yep, there's the music. Uh, this has been Issel and Louie on ESPN 680 105.7. We'll be back again tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, and we hope that you are too. Have a great day, everybody. Good luck to my academic teamers tonight. Woo! Whoa, go! Go!